Hello, this is Anna from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 26th of March. India registered over 59,000 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the country's overall count to over 1.18 crore. With 257 deaths, the toll now stands over 1,60,000. Yesterday, the centre clarified that India will continue to supply COVID-19 vaccines to other countries, though the rollout will be in a phased manner, with the delivery schedules dependent on domestic requirements. This came a day after reports that India would temporarily halt all exports of vaccines in view of the renewed surge of infections in the country. An official told Hindustan Times and I quote, "We had said that keeping in view domestic requirements, India will continue to supply COVID-19 vaccines to partner countries over the coming weeks and months in a phased manner. This position remains unchanged." We have not imposed any ban on exports of vaccines unlike many other countries. Unquote. Central government officials also maintained that the country had adequate doses for now and that more supplies were expected to be shipped within the next week. The Vardha district administration in Maharashtra imposed a 60-hour lockdown beginning from 27th of March. The district has been reporting at least 200 positive cases daily for the last 2 weeks. Yesterday, Maharashtra registered 35,952 new coronavirus cases, its highest one-day count since the beginning of the pandemic. In Mumbai, a fire broke out at a coronavirus hospital located inside a mall. While reports had alleged that two patients died because of the fire, the Sunrise Hospital clarified that the deaths were not linked. It said that the patients had died due to COVID-19. More than 70 coronavirus patients were evacuated. According to the John Hopkins University, globally the coronavirus has infected more than 125.4 million people and killed over 2.75 million. Over 71 million people have recovered from the infection in the world. British lawmakers extended the coronavirus emergency measures in the United Kingdom for 6 months. The House of Commons voted to extend the powers until September and approved the government's roadmap for gradually easing Britain's strict coronavirus lockdown over the next 3 months. Protesters squatted on railway tracks at 32 locations across Punjab and Haryana today as part of the Bharat Bandh called by farmer unions protesting the farm laws leading to a disruption of rail traffic. A railway spokesperson said four Shatabdi trains were cancelled and 31 other trains detained due to the protests. Train movement was disrupted in the Delhi, Ambala and Firozpur divisions of the railways. The Samyukta Kisan Morcha has called for the band from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. to mark four months of the farmers' agitation at Delhi's three borders, Singhu, Ghazipur and Tikri. Thousands of farmers mainly from Punjab, Haryana and Western Uttar Pradesh have been camping at Delhi borders demanding a complete repeal of the three farm laws and a legal guarantee for minimum support price on their crops. Ahead of the assembly elections in West Bengal, Tamil Nadu, Kerala, Assam and Puducherry, the Supreme Court refused to stay the sale of a fresh set of electoral bonds from 1st of April. The Apex Court said that fresh electoral bonds can be issued from 1st of April. 
the SC bench including CJI SC Bobre and Justices AS Bopanna and V Ramasubramanyam dismissed a plea filed by NGO Association for Democratic Reforms or ADR seeking a stay of electoral bonds ahead of the polls. The SC said that the bonds were allowed to be released in 2018 and 2019 without interruption and sufficient safeguards are in place. Hence it said there is no justification to stay the electoral bonds at present it also said that it is not only the governing party that is always the beneficiary of electoral bonds through its application filed earlier this month adr had sought an urgent listing of its 2017 writ petition challenging the electoral bond scheme Appearing for ADR, senior advocate Prashant Bhushan had argued against electoral bonds, saying the instrument had turned into a tool for receiving bribes in the garb of donations for the ruling party. Bhushan also cited the Reserve Bank of India's misgivings about these bonds. The first phase of polls in West Bengal and Assam will be held tomorrow, that is on 27th of March. Tamil Nadu, Kerala and Puducherry will vote on 6th of April. Our reporters are on the ground striving to bring you a fair and accurate analysis of the elections and they need your support. You can pitch in and power our election coverage by contributing to our NL Sena project called Assembly Elections 2021. You can also read my colleague Ayush Tiwari's report on a documentary recently screened by the BJP in Delhi on the Delhi riots. The 75-minute documentary purposes to reveal the truth of the riots, but Ayush points out that it's a Hindutva redux on the Delhi violence with dollops of misinformation. Ayush's report is titled "Delhi Carnage: Documentary Claims to Show the Real Picture." Spoiler alert: It doesn't. To give it a read, head to newslaundry.com. Dear listeners, our team can report only because you support us. We are an independent news platform that does not depend on advertisements to produce podcasts, ground reports, interviews, videos, media critique and much more. We would not be able to do all this work if not for our subscribers. So, if you aren't a subscriber already, join the movement to keep news free and independent. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button at the top right-hand corner of the website. Our lowest subscription starts at three hundred rupees a month only. Pay to keep news free. Officials of the Andhra Pradesh Crime Investigation Department said that private individuals were attempting to contact potential witnesses and hamper the probe into an alleged scam of grabbing land from the Dalit community in the Amravati region. A CID official said, and I quote. The victims and witnesses belong to weaker sections and were already hesitant to approach the law enforcement agencies earlier. People are requested not to indulge in a media trial or harass or intimidate the witnesses by approaching them and exposing them to the perpetrators of the offences. Unquote. This comes days after the Andhra Pradesh High Court stayed the investigation into the case until it hears all the parties involved. The case surfaced following a complaint lodged by Mangalgiri Vyas RCP MLA Alla Ramkrishna Reddy. The CID official told the News Minute, and I quote: "Reddy reported the concerns of the assigned landholders, mostly those belonging to SC or ST and other communities." Unquote. 
Reddy had alleged that former Chief Minister Chandra Babu Naidu had hatched a conspiracy during his tenure as chairman of the Capital Region Development Authority. According to an NDTV report, at about 4 a.m. on Friday, a fire from a hurled Molotov cocktail broke out at the party headquarters of civilian leader Aung San Suu Kyi in Myanmar's largest city. This comes at a time when the country has been in turmoil since the military ousted the Nobel laureate in a lightning putsch on 1st of February, triggering an uprising demanding a return to democracy. Suu Kyi's party, the National League for Democracy or NLD, has been in a muddle since the coup with some of its elected MPs in hiding. So when an NLD member in charge of the headquarters told AFP and I quote When the residents nearby knew about the fire, they called the fire service department to put it out. It was under control by around 5 a.m. It seems that someone lit a Molotov cocktail and threw it at the headquarters. Unquote. He said that only the entrance of the office was scorched and party members were already inside assessing the damage. The incident comes on the eve of Armed Forces Day. It is also feared that the day could become a flashpoint. There were many demonstrations at the building in the first weeks after the coup, which the Janta justified by citing fraud in November elections, which the NLD won. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi is on a two-day tour in Bangladesh to attend its Golden Jubilee celebrations of independence and the birth centenary of Sheikh Mujibur Rahman. Rahman is the country's founder and father of current Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina. Dhaka's 10-day celebrations have already been attended by leaders from Sri Lanka, Nepal, Bhutan and the Maldives. Al Jazeera reported that in view of Modi's tour, several protests have been held since last week to oppose the visit by the Prime Minister, who many Bangladeshis accuse of stoking religious tensions and persecuting Muslims in India. This also sparked action from the Dhaka police who on Thursday fired rubber bullets and tear gas at hundreds of mainly student demonstrators protesting against the PM's visit. The demonstrators also criticized the government for inviting a leader who they say has blatantly persecuted Muslims in India. The report mentioned that the protesters said more than 1000 people most of them Muslims were killed in Indian state of Gujarat in 2002 when Modi was the chief minister Maulana Mamunul Haq secretary general of Hifazat-e Islam an Islamist group that protested against Modi's visit outside the capital's mosque last Friday told Al Jazeera and I quote His government has passed several laws which make Muslims a second-class citizen in India. We don't want him here in Bangladesh. A leader like him should not be allowed to attend the 50th Independence Day event." Unquote. At the protest outside the mosque, Hifaz's supporters slammed the Indian PM for killing Muslims in Gujarat, Kashmir, Delhi and other parts of India. To show their disrespect to the PM, they took their shoes in their hands. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.